Welcome to Voices, a podcast brought to you by the Seneca Valley School District. This is Jeff Krakoff. I'm with Ken Masick, who's cyber and technology instructor in the Seneca Valley Academy of Choice. Ken, thanks for talking to us today. I appreciate you having me. Okay, so I think, you know, a trend had started a few years ago, and specifically in your area, is the idea of a blended course. Just so everybody understands, what do we mean when we say blended course? So roughly around uh, three to four years ago, uh, my principal and in, in the district, they started to implement a bunch of new courses into our program. And with these new courses that I'll talk a little bit about later, uh, the idea behind them was to teach them as a blended course. So a blended class is a type of learning where it's more of uh, something that's similar to a collegiate course, where students have two days of in-class instruction combined with three days of a cyber lab. Uh, so to, to further break that down just a little bit, um, on the in-class days, as I mentioned, there's the instruction. So it's more of like a traditional class where the teacher will introduce the new course material, uh, provide the content, teach about equipment use. Um, for example, in our program, we have large format printers that make you know, large scale uh, printing. We have the 3D printers, and then almost every single one of our courses are filled with some type of software. Mm -hmm. And that software needs to be introduced. It needs to be explained, demonstrated to the students. So the, um, the in-class days are used for that. And then also once the students know how to use that technology, they're able to move on to what we call the project creation. And most blended courses are uh, project-based learning. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's, it always consists of our brainstorming, the creating the project guidelines, depending on the course and collaborative group work. Uh, so almost all students are working together to meet a common goal. Um, and one cool thing about the blended course is since there's two days of in-class instruction and then three days of cyber lab, uh, on the in-class days, that's when the teacher encourages the students to uh, think beyond the scope of the project guidelines, um, but also while keeping them on target to ensure that project success. So it's like I guide them in the right direction mm -hmm. without providing that direct instruction on how to do so. Uh, and the purpose of that is like I, I may even present new challenges to the students to um, utilize like real real problem solving strategies. So it enhances that independent and group problem solving techniques. So once the in-class days are, um, I, I guess you could say over, then they go into their cyber learning. And that's where the students take that knowledge or that instruction that they gained from the in-class sessions to complete any necessary research to meet that project goal. And it's also used as a continuation of in-class projects where, um, as I mentioned earlier, students fulfill these individual group roles. Um, you know, if a group is working on a completed project or independently working on projects, just to prepare for that next class. So yeah. it's it's kind of neat to, to see the dynamics of the class and how that all works. Okay, so of the courses, you know, dealing with cyber technology, which ones are offered via blended courses? So, you know, if you asked me that a couple years, or, you know, I should say four or five years ago, uh, my list would be much smaller than it is now. Um, but it's, we have a tremendous amount of courses. Um, and in a little bit, we'll talk about it. But, um, you know, currently, to answer your question, we break the courses down almost like into categories. 
uh, and we have a 3D modeling category, an animation category, uh, gaming, and then also programming. So when you think of those four topic areas, uh, let's start like with 3D modeling. We have our 3D modeling one and two. That's where the students get to gain that hands-on experience, learning how to 3D model in software. And then also earlier, I mentioned about the 3D printers. Uh, so once the students make these models, they then get to bring them to life, I like to say in class. Yeah. So they're drawing something on a computer and then they actually get to watch it being printed into something tangible. Uh, the animation course, that's something new that was brought a couple years ago. But uh, one thing that Seneca is priding itself on is we partnered with Point Park University uh, to produce a uh, full year CHS animation class. Uh, so in that animation course, you know, we study everything about the history of animation, uh, about Disney, Pixar, kind of where we are today. Hmm. But then we also have the full body motion capture suits. And we were lucky enough to have uh, what they call the small lab. And in the small lab, it's infrared cameras, um, very technical. But you get to put those full body suits on. And when you make the movements around the room, you could apply that motion to these models that we create in the 3D modeling class. Mm -hmm. uh, so then moving on, it kind of goes into the gaming route. So we get to learn a little bit about the history of gaming along with game design, mobile game design, uh, and even how to produce and market games. Uh, so it gives students a, a great background on how to work together collaboratively as a team. Uh, and then finally, we have the programming uh, route, which one of our new courses everyone's excited about is the artificial intelligence course. So you actually get to learn about the history of AI, but then uh, we build a working AI model. So anytime you verse a computer in a uh, video game or some type of program, and you're like, how do they always win? Well, now the students get to learn the background behind that. How does AI work? And then how do we teach AI to think for itself? Um, and then there's also 2D and 3D program, uh, 2D and 3D programming uh, throughout uh, that core sequence as well. Wow, what great opportunities for students today that didn't great. exist not that many years ago. So with all these varieties of courses, Tell me a little bit about the computer science uh, course sequence and how does that help students with their scheduling? So the computer science course sequence is something that I and Seneca Valley really prize itself on uh, because I mentioned earlier, we have such a robust uh, course catalog. I'm, I'm talking hundreds of courses that the students have uh, the opportunity to take. Um, so at the beginning of the 2015 school year, 2015-2016 uh, school year, I should say, um, we had such an increase in these courses that I worked closely with Dr. McKinley, our secondary assistant superintendent, along with many of our other applied engineering and technology teachers, uh, various math teachers who focus in computer science to develop this pathway so that students had a series of courses to enroll in if they wanted to focus on a, a certain topic area. Mm -hmm. um, then in the 2020-2021 school year, which is the school year we're currently in, our entire cyber program updated and released many new applied engineering and technology and computer science electives, both traditional blended cyber. So in short, uh, that led to a discussion with Dr. McKinley and also uh, Mrs. Ramirez-Leitner, which she's our coordinator of collegiate, collegiate and career affairs. And from that, that to three times, I know, right? Uh, 
So, and from that discussion, we decided we need to revamp this uh, course sequence even further. Um, so that included adding almost like a pathways key. So this course sequence, it lists this, uh, all the courses in, in series, but then it also says that if you're more into a robotics route, if you're more into an engineering and technology or gaming or animation route, these are the courses that we recommend that you take. So, for example, if a student says, you know, I'm into robotics 100%, they can begin at the eighth grade level with a new course that we created. Um, and then they can continue moving on throughout this course sequence to make sure that they are taking the courses that are recommended by the district um, so that by the time they are a senior, they can take all those courses because there's so many times that students get to their senior year and they're like, oh, I wish I would have taken that course or tried this one. Well, this course sequence outlines it in such a way um, that if, if they choose a pathway at any time, they can move to a different pathway. And if I could just add, I know um, our website is uh, definitely, uh, it's filled with information. So if they go to the academics tab on our main page and hover over and click on the program of studies, trying to uh, paint a picture here, on the left-hand side, they could click on recommended course sequence. Mm -hmm. So everything I just talked about, they can see on our website uh, to get a better understanding of what we have to offer and what is there. And in there, uh, in that course sequence, it also lists all the AP comp sci courses that we also have to offer uh, that Seneca Valley has added over the years. Great. So you mentioned some of the courses, everything from artificial intelligence to 3D programming and modeling to animation. What, what are some of the, the highlights and, and what are what are some of the trends that you're seeing? I'm sure this changes pretty quickly year to year. There is, there is. And, you know, it's a great question because to start, um, the district's main focus, I don't want to say main focus because there's so many focuses, but it's on robotics, right? Robotics is starting to really take hold in our applied engineering uh, and technology department. And with that, we released this new eighth grade course. It's called Introduction to Robotics and EV3 Programming. So that is the base of the computer science sequence. Uh, and then I mentioned to you about the artificial intelligence course about programming the actual AI system through programming and game design. Um, and then all the numerous AP and CHS courses that we are offering to the students between computer information systems, animation, uh, the different programming languages. So this trend is we are, we are starting to get the most current up-to-date courses and we're giving our students this opportunity to take advantage of every single one of these courses. Because, you know, as electives there, you have your core classes that are, you know, extremely important. And then also at the same time, there's a lot of students who, you know, when you ask them the question, what do you want to do in life? Well, we want to give them the opportunity, the hands-on opportunity to actually work with uh, professional grade software that the industry uses um, so that they can get a good picture of, you know, mm -hmm. is this something that I want to do? Uh, so that by the time they leave Seneca Valley, they, uh, at least in my opinion, their resume is, is very well padded. Right, right. What, what, again, what, what terrific opportunities for students we have here at Seneca Valley. Uh, Ken, thanks so much for your time. Um, 
Keep up Welcome. the good work. I, I know that uh, re registering for classes will, will be coming up soon. So any parents or students interested in cyber and technology, go to the website, check out the program of studies. Definitely. Uh, thanks again, Ken. Have yes, I appreciate day. it. Likewise.